Squib Kick. Welcome back to the Squib Kick Week 11. I'm Jeff here with Sebs and Drew. Hey-o. What's up? Um, things are starting to get cool. The playoff race is heating up. Um, we've got Drew in the mix. We've got Seb still in the mix. Somehow. Uh, Cardwell, well, Mason obviously is in the mix along with Cardwell. Cardwell is going to be fighting hard. He took some tough injuries this week in Dallas Goddard and Cooper Cup. Um, so it's getting spicy. We only have two teams completely eliminated from playoff contention. So everyone, so eight, eight of the teams still have a shot. Um, but let's get right into this week. We're going to start off talking about the trade that happened on Thursday between um, Ben and Jordan. Yep. Right. So Ben sent over Fryermuth, DJ Moore, Sanders, and Terry McLaurin for Raheem Mostert, T. Higgins, Mixon, and Gabe Danis. So you guys have any preliminary thoughts on the trade? Um, well, I think Jordan and I was in trade talks with Jordan before. I was trying to get Mixon before his 55-point week. And um, he was he kind of just wanted a, a bunch of depth and just to see where it goes considering his team is, you know, one of those two teams you mentioned out of playoff contention. Mm-hmm. Um, so, once again, Jordan received DJ Moore, Miles Sanders, Terry McLaurin, and Fryermuth. I think Fryermuth is actually one of the better tight ends. Oh, yeah. He gets a lot of targets. I think last week, seven targets. Uh, the week before, nine targets. Like That's like good enough volume to have at your tight end position. And he's and, more consistent than most. Exactly, yeah. Um, also, you know, he gave away Davis, who wasn't doing much. Mixon is probably the biggest part of the trade. Gave him away. I think that was not a bad move, considering before that 54, 55-point week, he was getting like high teens, mid teens. You know, he hadn't scored twenty since the first few weeks, um, and um, it, it was time to sell. It was time for at least for a team like Jordan. It was time for him to sell uh, Joe Mixon. Uh, he got Terry McLaurin, who is doing pretty good with Heineke now there at the helm, and Miles Sanders, who's been pretty consistent all season. However, Ben. However, this past week he only dropped five, but other than that, he's been pretty solid as a as a nice little RB two, maybe a flex play in a lot of leagues. And DJ Moore, since McCaffrey left, has been on a little bit of an uptick. However, um, how did he do last week? I'm not sure. He's been kind of inconsistent. Okay, no, he did bad the last two weeks. Okay. But it's um, if you ask me, and this might be a bad take, it's damn near time. For him to not be on a roster, DJ Moore. Yeah, for, for fantasy. Yeah, for, you're crazy, dude. What, what are you talking about? Okay, since McCaffrey left, his numbers: nineteen, twenty-nine, four, six. Okay, that's a little bit better than that's, I was thinking off the top. And, of and, and in those but... in those two single-digit games, he he got six targets a piece, and the one game they were playing Cincinnati, the other game Atlanta. I'd imagine, honestly, at least in the Cincinnati games, he needs more targets. Um, the quarterback play there isn't that isn't 
fantastic. No, it's a XFL I think, I think, guy. Uh, PJ Walker was starting. I think I think Baker's getting the start this week. Okay, and that might be I, better it would more. it would not surprise me if Sam Darnold gets a start later in the season. <laughs> like seriously, yeah. So I, I so I, was it was it purely like performance? I think Walker as to why Walker. I think Walker's dealing with an injury right now. I'll I'll look that up. No, like when Walker originally came in, was it purely performance based? A performance based decision. Mayfield was keep... Mayfield was kind of hurt too. Okay, they've been they've all been. And did they just skip over Darnold and be like, "Yo, let's start this guy"? Darnold actually was hurt for the uh, beginning of the season. They've all been man. hurt and all been terrible. Okay, I mean Walker has arguably been the best, and that could easily become like be because he comes with the least expectations. Right. With mm-hmm. Darnold. Yeah, that's like Darnold and Mayfield that's like being Heineke, top dude. picks. You and... know, this guy. It's the backup mentality where yeah. like I got nothing to lose. Yeah, Maybe if yeah. I if I sling it and do like Cooper Rush came in and killed it, you know, like classic Nick come and sling it. Maybe next season I yeah. get a job. Dude, look at Fitz Magic a few years ago. Like, yeah, dude. Fitz look Magic's at Fitz Magic career. like every year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Every year. He was so fun. He was yeah. so fun to watch. Yeah, like comes in like as the backup quarterback slings it. Come, comes around to like the following season, he's on a new team and then loses his starting job in <laughs> training camp to like a young, uh, fucking young quarterback. Well, do you, if you remember, I this was, I guess, at this point now, two seasons ago, but remember the remember the when he was a dolphin and Tua would start games and just struggle, and all of a sudden Fitzmagic comes yeah. in and leads it back yeah, to yeah. a win. <laughs> that like was that, crazy. It's just a, it's just a wild. It, he was it's so he cool, was, he was so so awesome, yeah. Um, but back to the trade, <laughs> uh, I think it's a, you know, Ben got, uh, Mixon to pair with, um, what's his name? Ramondre Stevenson. Yes, he did lose Sanders, but I think Mixon is obviously an upgrade and he also gets T Higgins. Who's going to be solid until, um, Jamar Chase gets back and with the absence of Cooper cup. Even once Chase gets back, I don't think Higgins is... I think, yeah, Higgins uh, is still good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, just because, like, we talked about it, I think, last week, Burrow's throwing so many passes. Um, or maybe yeah. even a couple weeks ago. But, yeah, Burrow's throwing... All, it's a very high-powered offense, high volume there. And Higgins is definitely a good receiver, too, even with Chase. Even with Chase on the field. Um, and, I, honestly, I like the upside in Raheem Moser, potentially. I will, I mean, we'll see how That's it goes. Tough to gauge exactly with Jeff I do, Wilson. I do like the upside, though. Yeah, because I don't know. Um, Let me just uh, go back for a second. I pulled up DJ Moore's stats after I said that. Worst take the show has seen. I'm sorry for that. <laughs> Dude, um, uh, yeah, he single digits past two weeks, but like, yeah, maybe not a starter, but keep him on your roster. And I think like he's he's, those, he's a solid flex. I was gonna say he's one of those guys. I think where you put him in your lineup and you're kind of holding your breath. Mm-hmm. You could end up with. Sub seven points, or you could end up. I mean, how many times is he going over twenty five? Probably more than once. Just once this year. Just once. Over twenty five. Yeah. yeah. He's only gotten double digits four times, but I mean, he had a very bad start to the year. But I, I think since uh, since McCaffrey left, I think his upside is a lot higher. And you do, but you like, do see a four and a six there, though. So I'm thinking McCaffrey leaving just doesn't have that much to do with it. You know, we'll see. For some reason, like, dude, he only got – he didn't even elapse 30 yards in either of those games, the last well, two games. Well, they also were 
there's so he has five games at six targets, and six targets is his game low. Um, with it, yeah, five, I, five I games it, with exactly. I think it's just very dependent on how many, uh, how many first downs they're getting, how well that offense yeah. is moving. If they're not keeping possession of the ball, it's not going to be. It's a good definitely going to be tough more. moving forward with the quarterback position. Well, that could also that could also come down to just whether or not you connect with him on a deep shot. If you remember that week eight game against Atlanta. Yeah, he had like 15 prior to the He had that that ridiculous 60-some yard touchdown at the end of the game. It was a 14-point play, depending on bonuses. And it was a touchdown. So, I mean, he has the talent. He has the ability. He's just a a tough player. Uh, You guys covered most of of this trade. I don't need to go through all that. The thing I was going to say was that now that we're a week removed from the trade and we've we've had week 10 happen, I feel like if I was Cardwell, I'd maybe regret that trade now because he, going into going into the early early in week 10, he had Dallas Goddard and and yeah. um, Pat Fryermuth. He now yeah. has neither. He's relying on Hayden Hurst and... Ugh. Who, he, not a terrible play. Not a, not, not a, ter- not a not terrible bad. play off the... And Foster Moreau. Yeah. And he lost Cup. So no, he doesn't have Terry McLaurin there. Now he does have Higgins. T. Higgins. So um, maybe it's not a full regret, but I think that trade yeah. is it. Is it's quite a, as what a pretty solid that. trade overall. Did, was Mixon on by this week? This past or, week he was. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I'm curious to see what he does following right. that That's huge thinking. game. Um, yeah, I wonder how that does his team way. start to feed him a little bit more. Does he go back to what he had been, which wasn't bad by any yeah. means. Still probably an upgrade over Sanders. I think but... it, it mostly depends on who they're playing. Mm-hmm. And whether or not Chase is back in the lineup. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I don't think he'll be back this week. Next week is the is the kind of we'll see week we'll for, see, yeah. for Chase. What about Hollywood Brown? Kind of a similar, he... similar situation going on. Yeah. I, he... I, think, I think I did read that he should be back by the, like, because they have a bye week 13. Right, right back, now he's pro- right now he's still marked as out or IR, but he's ESPN has him projected points. Okay. I doubt he plays this week, but I'm not sure. Let me Who's... let me go to his. Uh... Let's see. Who are we talking about? Is he still marked as out? Hollywood. Because he's whose team is he on? He's not in an Jack. IR spot. He's on Jack's team. Is he still marked he's, as out? Because Jack doesn't have an IR. He's definitely still out. Oh, he, yeah. Um, My dumbass was looking for Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> I was scrolling through it like, where's Hollywood? <laughs> they, they might as well put his fucking name there. Like, uh, well, they've done it before. I know, they did it. I know they did exactly it. what you Wait, it, was, it, wasn't, I wanted, um, it was a Colts running back or something. Some running was, back. It was a Phil's running back, wasn't it? It's it going to kill me. Oh, it's going to kill me, too. Oh, yeah. Wasn't it Gus Edwards? No, no. Before, because they changed his name back the following season. No, no, it was, season. it was, it was, it was, uh, Javaris Allen was Buck Allen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they changed to Buck, and then he sucked, and they changed it back to Javaris. <laughs> oh my god. Dude, me and you, was that in high school? Uh, years ago. Me and you were rolling about that, that one year. We were cracking up. <laughs> They're like, oh wow, they changed it to Buck Allen in fantasy, and then all of a sudden they changed it back to Javoris. Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, oh, but got... back back to Hollywood. Yes, they got sidetracked there. 
Um, yeah, no, I, I I think I did read he'll be back by 14. It'd be nice if he was back by 12, but... Kingsbury says that he has a chance to play in Monday's game against the 49ers. Whoa. That's pretty big. Which sounds like smoke and mirrors. There's no way there's he's coming. There's no shot. If he says, oh, there's a chance, no. Yeah. Fuck off. And for fantasy, unless you have a solid option on a Monday night team, you're not going to... I'd just prefer it. if he didn't play. Yeah. Because... Right. Now, if, if he doesn't play against the Niners... Week 12 is against the Chargers, and then after that is a bye. So 14 almost definitely. I think at this point it's a question of if he plays the Chargers or not. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. But I think uh, with that we can move on into our fortune tellers. Yes, sir. And uh, I'll start this off. I'm going to roll with uh, good old Darnell Mooney. I guess not good old considering he's pretty young. but Not good either. Just... (laughs) Just Darnell Mooney. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I got Darnell Mooney dropping 20-plus points this week. Um, like, Justin Fields been popping recently, and I know it's mainly uh, due to the run game. However, this week they're playing Atlanta, and I think defenses are considering Fields has been dropping thirty, at least 30 and two games were 40-plus in the past three weeks mm-hmm. um, due to his his work on the ground. Um, I think he's going to – I think a lot of defenses are going to start, like, collapsing. You yeah, know, yeah. Bringing guys in. Also, Cole Komet is, is now injured. Uh, he Cole Komet had 23 points last week, Was the led the team in targets with seven. Um, and caught two touchdowns. I think uh, with the injury of Komet, Mooney is now now appears to be Fields' favorite receiver, unless he's just a tight end guy. We'll see how that plays out. Yeah. But Mooney is probably like, <clears throat> you know, he, he, I think he's the best guy there. Yeah, catching the football, and he he I think he's more talented than Komet. But Komet was always uh, I think Fields always liked Komet. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I think, uh, his target show will go up more targets equals more receptions, which equals more opportunity for fantasy points. I think he has a good week. I'm going 20 plus. What do you guys got? Yeah. If, if fields continues to throw the ball well, um, that's certainly in the, in the range of outcomes. Komet did not practice today, Wednesday as of this recording. So just off the top of my head, that kind of also uh, Cleo Herbert's out of that offense. I'm not sure how he was doing in the passing game, but that kind of leaves you weapon wise if Komet doesn't play. Well, what I don't think he's that involved in the passing game, but it may put Montgomery mm-hmm. more on the running game, which takes Montgomery more out of the passing game. If you maybe, that's, maybe, maybe, but just out I'm of not, I'm not an NFL coach, but <laughs> but just just out of just like sheer pass catchers they have mooney and claypool and claypool yeah. still hasn't really done a whole lot no and then off, got the, off the top they, of my head they got what like equinemius st brown pringle byron pringle <laughs> yeah so if the if the game plan is going to work through kind of one or two guys wait 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 say that again say the name again which one st brown equinemius <laughs> equinemius <laughs> Like, did you just look up the spelling of it? No, no, no I was. I, I'm looking at the Bears, like, uh, yeah, dude, I'm a Sagittarius, and I was like, whoa, Equin. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, he's the, he's the lesser St. Brown brother. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dude. Oh my their, gosh. Their parents. Yeah. Well, Amun Ra, Equinemia. Well, like, is it Amun Ra like an Egyptian god or something? Ra was like the yeah, like the, the sun god. Yeah, 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 something like that. Amun Ra. Oh jeez, <laughs> not again. Even though it's a hyphen, not an apostrophe, but you know, still plays. Um, just, Jeff, just, the, just before we get off of that uh, conversation, how, how you pronounce the dash in his name? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're asking? No, no. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna say, in addition to Amran Equinemius, they also have Osiris or Osiris. So. That one's definitely a god too. Like these guys read those like Rick Riordan, Percy Jackson oh, books yeah. and ate that shit out. They're like, <laughs> yeah, Osiris. <laughs> Why is there no serious Adrian? Did they did they name two guys the same or did they just Adrian Michael? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jeff, do you have any thoughts on uh, Darnell Mooney? On Darnell Mooney. Uh, I think two things have to happen. Um, I think he needs good volume, obviously, and indicators are saying he's going to get that with Komet probably out, Herbert probably out. Uh, the other thing that needs to happen is he needs to be a little bit more efficient with his touches than he has been. Mm-hmm. Um. So I think a a high goal for his targets is the 10 to 12 range. Um, His season high targets is 12. In that game, he only scored 13 points. His targets aren't terrible, but he hasn't been doing a lot with them, to be honest with you. So I think he needs to step that up in a big game where they have to play through him. And some of it also might be play calling. Like, he might just be on a lot of short routes. I've never seen any long 20 plus passes for him. Um haven't been watching a lot of the Bears, but yeah. Who the fuck would? But yeah. But he's got to do a little bit more with what he gets. Yeah, and uh again like Fields threw 20 passes last game. Um in <clears throat> week 9 he threw 28 passes. So 20 passes is relatively low for a quarterback that's scoring 40-plus points. Mm-hmm. It's very low for yeah. a quarterback that's scoring 40-plus points. But like you said, so they might be let's keying see. in on that run. Exactly. We'll see what the Falcons do, but overall, I think the Falcons are a weaker defense. Yeah. And if they are able to stop Justin Fields' run game, the air is going to be open. So I agree. Um, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Drew, what you got? What's your... what? fortune are you telling this week uh i have brandon Ayuk going for 18 plus fantasy points uh over the last month he's been an extremely valuable player for fantasy uh part of that kind of came through with debo samuel missing a game but even last week with debo back on the field he still had six catches for 84 yards on seven targets uh so the the past four games that he's played, it was a bye week uh, two weeks ago, but the past four games that he's played, he's had at least six catches and at least 80 yards in four straight games. That's very that's a very consistent floor. And the, the two games in that four where he scored touchdowns, he had 28 fantasy points and 20 fantasy points. So he continues to get that volume, continues to get those downfield targets, continues to do something with them. I think 18 points is very, very much in the in the realm of possibility, especially if he can score a touchdown. I, I like him a lot this week against Arizona on Monday night in Mexico City. By the way, mm. not that that means anything to Brandon Ayuk, but I thought it was kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. Um. 
Yeah, no, I think it matters a lot that the game is being played. In there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you really want to bring you know, it down? the altitude there. Uh, who knows? <laughs> I guess, I guess, if you really want to actually break that down, this is technically a home game for the Cardinals, where they won't have home field advantage. Not that the Cardinals necessarily Wait, it's have. Technically, listed as a home it's game. It's a home game for Arizona. Okay, so the Niners. Actually, the it's probably more of a home game for the Niners. Like fans, fan wise, yeah, yeah, yeah. You you would think, right? I think there's a lot of think, yeah. like southern. I think a lot of Southern California has like a like a Hispanic Latino population. I think they kind of resonate a lot with the 49ers. Mm. Who knows? I yeah, honestly, yeah. that I feel like that'll be a good a good crowd. You see the Germany game? Didn't didn't Tony go? Yeah, to that? Tony was I there, saw dude. That. That's, oh, dude. That's so cool. I was like, yo, I heard- like Ari Ari texted me like days before the game. He's like, yo, dude, the next game uh, there's a game in Germany, Bucks Seahawks. Tony should go there, and I'm like, dude. You yeah, would right. never go. <laughs> and then I FaceTime him around like uh around like noon. Uh-huh. And like I was just asking him a, a separate question and then he fucking opens it up. He's wearing a Seahawks jersey, flips the camera, just at the <laughs> fucking game and I'm like what? Yeah. <laughs> like what? I would have never expected. But his one of his buddies is a Seahawks fan. Ah, and yeah, that's cool. uh, yeah, he got the tickets and I yeah, heard so tickets he sold out in like minutes. I would, I would that. imagine. Yeah, I, it, apparently that was a massive success for the NFL. Now they're like looking at Spain and France yeah. for games in the That's future. Sick. Wait, what like stadium did it? Is it a soccer, soccer stadiums? Yeah. All they all play in soccer stadiums. How did they get the field goal posts in there? It is bigger than NFL. Where did they get the field goal posts? Oh, they're not that hard. The one they probably some college teams rip them down after every game. Really? I mean, not small games, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Storm the field. It, like, down. wait, how how does that work? Mobilized. I feel like field goal posts, you just, I don't know, people are, people are smarter than we are. <laughs> yeah, you just get a post digger, dig a fucking hole, and put the post jam in, that shit in there. And then you can probably repair it with, I don't know, yeah. I'm not going to sit here and act like I know all the, the 101 of... Or if it's uh, a turf field, like, they might install it, like, so that that's easily accessible. Uh, like, maybe. any type of game can be readily set up on that. Yeah. I think they played this last week in Munich. Like Byron's soccer club. Okay. I wonder if they're gonna have a Quidditch game in America. Probably. That's the that's the dominant sport in Europe right now. I think. <laughs> Where were we? All right. Um, Brent, you, you guys give your take on Ayuk. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Brent Ayuk, as you said, Drew, last week he dropped twelve points on seven targets. You know. Um, and you what what did how many points you said he was gonna get? 18. 18. Not 15? No, 18. Okay, 18. 18 plus points. Definitely possible. Last week, he caught six of his seven targets. You know, so a high catch right there. And this past week, he had 12 points. He did fumble, so it would have been about 14 points. I guess we'll see how he does, considering, um, you know... The, the addition of McCaffrey, obviously. And McCaffrey's also been a huge part of the passing game. He was uh, tied for second in targets. Uh, we'll see where Jimmy goes with the ball. Once again, Jimmy doesn't throw crazy often. I think he, <clears throat> I think he's probably going to have to <clears throat> this week playing against the Cardinals, you know, in Mexico City. Considering the Cardinals' pass defense is definitely their their weak spot, you know their rush defense is a little better, so I think we'll see 
um, McCaffrey and Ayuk getting probably more targets than they did last week um, against a weaker pass defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and as as I mentioned before, targets equals catches, which equals fantasy points. So, yeah, it's a big Good thing. Maths. To look at. <laughs> it's not math; uh, it's logic, dude. I mean, I has done it twice. I think it could be a realistic goal, but this Niners offense is just so fucking confusing to me right now. I don't know what's going on with McCaffrey there in the mix yeah. now. Debo coming back from injury, like I, I mean, he seemed like he wasn't limited, but he didn't do much last no. game. Like only two catches on six targets and four rush attempts, which was more than I expected with McCaffrey there. Yeah. Um, Elijah Mitchell also got how I many, think eighteen rush attempts. How many targets did Debo have? He had he six targets, six. Okay. which was on the low end for the season. It's tied for but... second on the team. Targets? Yeah. Okay. So... Like McCaffrey had six, Ayuk had seven, and yeah, I think there is a shot moving forward that between uh, Ayuk, Debo, and Kittle, there's a pretty good shot that that between those three guys, like one of them is going to disappoint each week because there's just a yeah. lot of yeah. mouths to feed in that offense, yeah, especially sure. with that two-headed monster now in the backfield. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, they got a lot of got a lot of guys to get the ball. So, I just I, I don't know. I've been very consistent the last month, and my I like it. One concern with this take though is Debo's going to lose out on rushes. I think um, with Elijah Mitchell coming back. Yeah, Elijah yeah. Mitchell had 18 touches. McCaffrey's going to keep getting his. Yeah, that doesn't leave much room for Debo and. With Debo out of the rush game, they might want to incorporate him more in the pass game, which is going to be tough for IU to hit this mark. That's well, a good point. The uh, I think the injury of Debo was very good for Ayuk. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think Debo like only pass- missed one game because it was over a bye. Yeah, he there was a bye week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. He missed the Rams game, maybe half of the Kansas City game, and okay. then went into the bye. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean. Ayuk has been more involved in the offense past like three, four weeks, um, and he's finally you know scoring fantasy points, which you know we know he's talented enough to do so. Um, but once again, a lot of mouths to feed there uh, in San Francisco. I I wouldn't be who are they playing this week? Arizona They're playing Arizona. That's right. Oh yeah. Mexico City. Weaker pass defense, yeah. Or, in Mexico or, City. Uh, as we all know, Mexico de Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, capital. For sure. Um, yeah, I think it'll be a good game good game overall for the 49ers offense, and IU definitely going to be in the mix there. As a big Madden fan, I would like to see a, Mex- a Mexico City team. That'd the Mexico great. City Diablos. As in the, the Diablos, like, Diablos what, Golden Eagles. There was I, one more. I don't remember the third. Golden Eagle sounds familiar. Who's the dude for you that popped off on, uh, on the Joey Phillip. Joey uh, Phillip. Joey what Phillip. What a beast, dude. <laughs> Joey Phillip up top. <laughs> Bro, that was like that was like around this time. That was like six years ago. Yikes. That's the same. That's sad. Yeah. All right. All right. What do you got? Okay. Uh, <laughs> I have Dak and Zeke combining for 50 plus this week. Whoa. Um,. I think Zeke's coming back hungry. He doesn't get beat up and stay beat up. Um, he is one of the better, um, what's the word I'm looking for here, toughness ratings in yeah. the NFL yeah. throughout his career. Um, 
you also have them going against the Vikings, which I could, I have a hunch it's going to be a shootout. I could also see the Vi- the Vikings just getting shut down. I mean, this is a brutal defense they're coming up against, but mm-hmm. something's telling me it's going to be a shootout, and Dak and Zeke will both put up big numbers for Fink, 50-plus. Yeah, I mean, you know, Tony Pollard, he had 22 carries last game, and he's been doing pretty good in the absence of Zeke. The, the big question is, are they going to <clears throat> stay away from, like, are they going to, like, they're not just going to take the ball away from Tony Pollard, you know. Tony Pollard's still going to get the ball. And, however. I don't know. Z- uh, Jerry loves Zeke. Yeah, Jerry does and love Zeke. And Jerry's I know Jerry pretty, doesn't call the plays, but Jerry pays Jerry, the guys who Jerry do. writes yeah. the checks. Yeah. He gets what he wants. Um, last week they lost uh, in a close game, twenty-eight to thirty-one, to the uh, Packers. To the Packers, which and Dak I think threw forty-six passes that week uh, or last week. Damn. Yeah. So I think Dak will continue to be pass-heavy. Um, however, Green Bay's pass defense is relatively weak. And, or no, it's it's one of the better ones, isn't it? Uh. <clears throat> against we're looking for Green Bay. Yeah. Rego- I think regardless they're still going to have to be pass heavy considering the Vikings are what 7 and 1 now. And and you're right, I think it definitely could be a shootout. Mm-hmm. Um with the Vikings offense looking really good and the Packers offense also looking really good. Plus Zeke does get involved in the passing game. Yeah. So yeah. I think we'll I think we could definitely see a lot of targets going his way. However, I don't know if uh, I don't know if Zeke's getting in the twenty range, um, and that's he'd have to be close to that for your uh, for your fortune to come true. Yeah, but he um, doesn't necessarily need to. That's true. Dak could Dak could definitely have a very explosive game. I think yeah. Dak will have a great game. Um, not so sure about Zeke, especially uh, just considering he's coming off an injury, and Tony Pollard is also very talented. Yeah, yeah. I'd say for for this one to come true, I think Zeke needs to get in the end zone at least once, um, just because Pollard's been been getting a lot of the work, and you know now Zeke has had double digit carries in every game that he's played. Uh, his season high on targets though is only two, so he's oh he's, really? Yeah, he's yeah. kind of just been his best receiving game was two catches for thirty two yards on two targets. Okay, so you're not you're probably not going to see a lot in the passing game unless he breaks free on a screen. Right, fuck me, screen. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, but again, if if the if it just so happened that the Cowboys threw a you know, like a, a bailout kind of yeah dump pass to Zeke and Zeke was able to get in the end zone, that would be massive for this prediction because mm-hmm. it counts for double um but yeah i would say i would say zeke needs to hit again like you said close to that 20 point threshold and prescott's gonna have a good game and and i think Dak can have a good game because the vikings offense has been good um they'll need to throw the ball as long as the vikings are putting up points the cowboys are gonna have to try to battle back minnesota according to espn minnesota is 22nd this year against uh fantasy quarterbacks that's a pretty solid matchup their defense has been good, sixth against fantasy running backs. So, again, I don't I don't see Zeke having a crazy successful day on the ground. But if he gets in the end zone once or twice, the that line could hit. Yeah, for sure. 
All right. Are we ready to move on to uh, matchups? The matchups. Let's, Let's hit it. So our first matchup here, we got Brandon McAnus, Mason, at 6-4, and four, against Debo Samuel Crabtree, Fink at 0-10. and 10. Fink, <laughs> once again, I feel like I shouldn't have to repeat myself. Change your goddamn name. It obviously hasn't brought you any fucking help. Let's just, let's just, also, we have to... Unless he's like, oh, I have a whole bag of names right now. I'm going to save them for next year. <laughs> Maybe. I think, I think before we get into this matchup, we do have to address the the heartbreak that was oh, Monday for night. sure. For sure. Fink was up by one point going into the last Fink play. loses 124 to 121. Yeah. He was up 125 to 124 with one play left in the game. 125? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was 124 to 121. No. Yeah. He was up by one point, mm. 125-124, on mm. the last play of the game. I, I don't understand how – it, it wouldn't have made a difference in Fink and, Fink and Jake's matchup points-wise because he would, he lost two points for the fumble, which I get. Yeah. But his receiving yards went down from somewhere in the low 50s to the upper 30s. They charged him minus 14 receiving yards for that play. I don't I really don't, know why. I don't remember – like I watched minus a play, but I don't 14. remember too well. How far someone, back was the pass to him? So it, someone it was they, like a little pitch, right? Who was, right? Someone, who was it? Who were the Devontae Smith? So okay. someone caught it on the Eagles. Caught, it might have been Watkins or someone caught it on the Eagles. Yeah. Pitched it to Smith. Smith then was getting close to the sideline, turned and tried to throw it back to Hertz or Sanders or somebody. The ball obviously doesn't go very far. Washington picks it up and scores for a touchdown. Maybe it's based on where that they should recovered be rushing the, yards where anyway. Washington picked up the fumble. I don't. That's the only thing I can think of. I don't know. Be, that should be rushing yards anyway because it was pitched back to him. But it's a... That's a good point because he it, did, it should, didn't like, get a Seriously, it should be rushing yards on a pitch. But it's Any a, pitch. But it's a... Like, like well, so So what What would you... How many passing yards would you call it if someone threw a... Watkins gets all the... Who did you say Watkins? Maybe. I don't know. I think it was Watkins. Whoever the guy caught the ball, he gets the receiving yards. When he pitches it to the next guy, if that guy goes forward for 50 yards, that's 50 rushing yards. See, I'm not sure if that is though. I think it is. But so, well, but so if say, I, say just, you're wrong, I'm right. But to the quarterback, do you mark that? Then <laughs> that's is, exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. Say, say Hertz throws a screen pass to Watkins, and Watkins mm, did a little hook and ladder, I, and then I, and then Smith the, runs for 80 yards. I think the quarterback's passing yard stops after. I don't. The pitch. I'm, I don't think it does. Is this what you think it should be? Or no, is I'm, pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I was going to say there's a, there's a definitive answer out here, but there's got to be an answer. I'm pretty sure after a pitch, it should be mm-hmm. rushing yards. Like I'm not. I I also think it should be, but I'm okay, pretty sure that's how it is. Re- let's re- just yeah. Regardless of that, brass tags loss. If anyone, hey, if anyone wants to call in and give us a better answer, considering we're not 100 percent sure of the rules, we're looking for either so. uh, Terry McCauley or Ed Hockley's, preferably. The the number is one eight hundred Squibber. Ed Hockley right. doesn't need our number. He calls in all the time. Yeah, we usually just put him on the back burner. <laughs> Sorry, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to your questions eventually. <laughs> Um, but yeah. Sorry, Fink. That I mean, dude, so, the odds of that were astronomical. All right. Like, yeah, no, Fink, we get it. You're trash. Even though your team finally put up like 120 plus. <laughs> what are his scores for the year? Sorry, I let's not do this. Yeah. Right. Let's, <laughs> this matchup. Let's get through this matchup. Okay, so all right, Mason wins next. All right, <laughs> oh, you're, you're giving him a zero percent chance. No, 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 no. All right, so. Dude, Fink's, Fink's gonna got, be fired up for next season. I, I know. I don't want to lose to him next season. I know that big grin of his gonna be at the draft. You know, <laughs> I'm not going 0 and 10 again. 
All right, so Fink's got Dak at the helm with Zeke and Damian Pierce in at in the backfield. Cortland Sutton, Amon Ross St. Brown, Tyler Conklin, Devontae Smith again. On the other side, we have Mason with Justin Fields, who's been killing it at the quarterback position. DeAndre Swift, Jonathan Taylor in the backfield, Justin Jefferson, Amari Cooper, Mark Andrews receiving the ball. Currently has an empty slot in that flex, considering Jalen Waddell is on bye. Um, but an option, he has Jamal Williams uh, to pair with uh, DeAndre Swift. He's got George Pickens, Deion Jackson. Um, would you yeah. consider Kadarius Tony? I would. Uh, you could, but he hasn't done so, anything. It's a high Chiefs ceiling there. flex. Yeah, it's definitely. a. I feel like it's a high ceiling, low floor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah, you just never know. He's he's floor. still pretty new in the offense. So exactly. You don't know what you're gonna get from him. Um, but let's. I don't know. I looking at it first glance, I'm going either Jamal Williams or George Pickens. Um, so from the get go, mate or think. <clears throat> I think with uh, Amon Ra came off a good week. Cortland Sutton with Judy currently out. Had a better week. Had a better week and could have another good week this uh, against the Raiders. He's got a good matchup um, there, yeah. And then Pearson and Zeke aren't aren't bad running backs, uh, especially if uh, Zeke lives up to Jeff's fortune teller. And Dak definitely going to be slinging it this week um, after, you know, uh, a high-scoring game against the Packers. However, on the other side, Fields has been incredibly hot. DeAndre Swift and Jonathan Taylor could easily go, each of them dropping 20-plus. However, I think, uh, I, I don't think Swift is um, a GOAT. Like, he's not an RB1, you know? No. No. Like, no. He And he's a borderline RB2. J- only because Jamal Williams is, like, actually good. And because I don't, I'm not sure that... I'm not sure that Swift is healthy. I mean, he mm. is, but the coaches aren't. He's had doubled. The, he's had more than seven carries one time. That was week one. Yeah, like five carries, seven carries, missed a bunch of games. Five, two. There, yeah, there has to be something behind that. He's been involved in the receiving game. That's where he's making up his fantasy points. But yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a risky for sure kind of and start. But you also got to remember Williams is a lot of times their goal line guy. Right? Yeah, that's a big deal. Definitely. Like, yeah. Definitely. Um, but then again, Justin Jefferson, Amari Cooper, and Mark Andrews is a very solid uh, pair of receivers and tight end. Yeah, um, big time. Who, yeah, he got Andrews in the trade with Cam. He's gotten week. all those guys from trades. Oh, yeah. Pretty, pretty much. Good. Swift is the only one Jefferson is... came from Jeff's. Uh, Cooper came from Swift Jake. is the only guy in his current lineup that he drafted. Wow. That's insane. Uh, did, Jalen, Waddle, drafted, Jalen Waddle's Jalen on the Waddle, bye. Yeah. He's on the bye. Um, and, uh, so yeah, Mark Andrews coming off of a, a bad week and a bye. We'll see how he does. He uh, was, he was hurt. He was hurt. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He had two, two bad weeks. One of them was a hurt week, but the other week wasn't, he had one, he had one, he had one that was a, a weird yeah. week where he yeah. just didn't, the six point one is when he got hurt the week before mm. it. I think he was really in, it was like three points. Yeah. Yeah. But he was also at that point recovering from a different injury. I think mm. he's been banged up. I think Come on, Mark. Hopefully, after the bye, he's recovered, refreshed, coming in against Carolina. Um, Should be good to go. I think Mason will have a good game. I mean, Fink's got a solid lineup here. 
You know, yeah. Devontae Smith could definitely put up big numbers. Dude, and Amon Ra was hot Amon last Ra week. Was definitely hot. Yeah. He put up 23. That's back to, like, early season form his first two weeks. Mm-hmm. Like, um, Yeah, dude. It's the second highest. This is actually score. a pretty good matchup we got. Because, like, dude, it just is Justin Fields, like, for real? You think he's like he's he's, you think he's gonna put up 150 rushing yards every game? No, but at the same time he's put up like he like I think I think there's no before, way you don't dude, start before before like the last three weeks two weeks or four three four weeks what what was it like well, he, 12, 15. Well, so here's here's the here's the thing the the Bears offense changed the coaches were smart enough to realize that this wasn't working and I think they went back and watched like. I don't know if it was, like, old Buckeye film or if it was film on, like, Lamar Jackson and that kind of stuff. And they basically just kind of revamped their offense and it works. Although, (laughs) poor Bears. The Bears have scored, like, upper 20s the last three weeks. And they're still losing. Lost all three of those games. Yeah. So, I think the future's bright in Chicago. For sure. Not to get too sidetracked, but. Yeah, I think uh, Justin Fields is really good. Definitely not 40 points every game good, but. I'd say a safe 25 plus. Safe 25 plus. Yeah, I wouldn't be worried about starting him at all. Uh, I think he's launched I mean, himself into that upper echelon I mean, of his, fantasy quarterbacks. The schedule wasn't tough the past few weeks. When he's got Atlanta this week. And he's got Atlanta this week. What's his schedule look like the rest of the year? Jets, Green Bay, by Philly, Buffalo, Detroit. Buffalo That's for Mason's tough. first week of playoffs could be brutal for him. And Philly, dude. Yeah. Dude, he's still and in he's the, got he's a buy. Not, dude. He doesn't have playoff guaranteed. I'm yeah, still doesn't. fucking running shit up. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean the week he plays you, he's got some. Uh, he's got he's got a questionable lineup. Yeah, there's a lot I of like buys the sound that of that because <laughs> somehow when a fantasy team plays against me, that team decides to take a shit. Sometimes they win, like me last week. <laughs> Sometimes they still win, even if they score under ninety points. Yeah, that oh man, I did not. But regardless, that. they decide to take a shit. Yeah, that's <laughs> they funny. decide to pull Lamar Jackson, you know. But uh, <laughs> back to this match. I was say, who do you guys? Who do you guys actually? Dude, have? I think I actually think Fink can definitely win. Yeah, sorry, Fink, think, for you writing he, you off. You think he can, or you think he will? See, that's where it's tough. See, I'm in. I'm. I'm firmly in the camp that like, if I'm betting or picking, I've, it's it's got to be Mason. I, I don't think you can. I don't think you can pick against Mason right now. No, but I'm saying. But I'm saying. Yes, fantasy football is a weird game, and although these two teams are a lot different than they were earlier in the season, Mason beat Fink one twelve to one thirteen. So, Fink's been Fink's had a lot of close games against those yet to yet to convert on one, but. The the matchups are there where if he has a, a blow up week he, he can he can hang I mean Cortland Sutton against the Raiders good matchup Tyler Conklin against the Patriots that's the one place where the Patriots have been a little weak and last time he played against the Patriots he had twenty five fantasy points which is interesting I don't you know, know if, did you guys bring this up yet though Taylor's playing Philly Philly yeah, can't was, stop was, the run I was about to right now they're struggling matchups. yeah right now they're struggling yeah so, I mean I could see Taylor having yeah, I, I honestly, I really want to go Fink this week, but really the matchups are what gets me. I, I like you, Taylor you gotta, I think I think you got to like, pick Mason. But. I like Fields against Atlanta. However, I think uh, Justin Jefferson going against Dallas could be a coin flip. Um, Dallas, like really the main weapon that uh, 
the Vikings have, you know, they have Justin Jefferson, they got Dalvin Cook, um, you know, Irv Smith is making plays here and there. Um, however, Dallas's defense is good, and going against a seven and one team, they're going to be amped. I think Dallas, I think Dallas is uh, the type of team to, you know. Do well against the good teams and do bad against the bad teams, right? I think what I, I think regardless, offense is going to be chugging away both offenses. However, in the passing game, it's easy to just like target one receiver and make sure he's cut out of the game. I think Justin a, Jefferson does so much. There's a chance for I mean Jefferson. You're no, I'm never going to bet against him having a good game. Mm-hmm. Um, Going against Diggs, if they try to shadow him a little bit or or kind of follow him with Diggs, you know Diggs is that type of player that'll go try to make the big play. Yeah, if he whiffs on it, Jefferson will have a seventy yard yeah. touchdown. That's true. So, and if he Very doesn't true. whiff on it, then maybe it's a pick. You never know. That's yeah. it. Dallas' defense has been very good all year. Um, although, I guess the the counterpoint to to maybe Justin Jefferson having a good game would be that. Uh, no. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Never mind. Um, last week, Green Bay's formula to beat the Dallas was just to run the ball. They ran the ball so many times. Yes, the Dallas is very good. What? Did I say the <laughs> Dallas? Yeah. Not really. <laughs> no, no, that's fine. Um, but, yeah. but I'm saying, like, maybe Dalvin Cook gets 20 carries, Madison gets sure. 10, and they have a low passing ball, and if they copy what Green Bay did, but... I don't know. Regardless, I think that Mason wins this game. I mean, Jefferson is prone to the occasional single-digit game, like right. his one time in week three. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> yeah, he's prone to it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. We, we I all got Mason. Drew Mason. got Mason. Jeff? Mason. Yeah. Um, uh, his key your... to victory yeah. is go. Taylor going off against Philly. Okay, that's, that's a good one. Unfortunately, as an Eagles fan. I'm not worried about the Colts, but... All right, next we got Jabaris, Jamar, Jabaris, and Lamar, Cam, at 4-6, and six, versus Miles Beltsander, Jordan, at 1-9. and nine. Although Jordan's been killing it with the names this year, I don't think he's killing it with his team, you know. <laughs> well, I mean, um, unfortunately, one, I mean... Win, one win's tough. One win is very tough, even mm-hmm. though that's probably around where I should be. But, <laughs> you know... Um, and as we said before, Jordan's probably the unluckiest person in the league. I think Fink for dethroned this him this week. You think so? Yeah. Winning it's with, a back winning, and forth winning battle. Winning with one play left on Monday Night Football yeah. is a tough way to lose. But the... <laughs> Wait, am I tripping, or is this not the first time it's happened to Fink? Didn't I think, Fink I think lose to, like, a Bears defensive touchdown or something late game once? This season, or just... No. Like, uh, no. I have no idea. I feel like it's happened. We'll have to go back into the like, archives for that one. But <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. You know, yeah, they're both unlucky. Fink is, yeah, overall, throughout the whole, like, you know, our, our league history, yeah, Fink does typically get unlucky. Like, barely misses playoffs by, like, a single play, you know. <laughs> um, however, this year, Jordan, I'm pretty sure, is still most points against for him and uh, just chilling at one and nine. His team, honestly, uh, I wouldn't mind trading teams with him. But <laughs> Jordan got pat. Oh, never mind. I'm tripping. Ignore um, that. Ignore that statement. Um, but yeah. So on Cam's team, 
We'll start with him. He's got Lamar at the queue. Dalvin Cook and currently his running back position is empty with Kenneth Walker on bye. But I'm sure he'll probably roll with Elijah Mitchell there. Or Latavius Murray. Or That's Latavius the only, Murray. Only two options currently on his roster. Um, at receiver, he's got Tyler Boyd and Brandon Ayuk with uh, Christian Kirk on by David Njoku at tight end and Juju in at flex after after that. Uh, That's a great flex. Head injury. Yeah. Yeah, but he did take a nice little blow to the head. Yeah. But I think he'll be good. I think he'll be good. If he cleared concussion protocol, yeah. like, he'll be nothing to worry about. But, um, oh, my God, did he get laid the fuck dude, out. He was like, he was like yeah. a UFC fighter, dude. Yeah. Fuck. That was scary. Um, on the other side, Josh Allen. You know, undisputed. Eh, I mean, he's been he's been cooling off. He's now the number yeah, two quarterback, but he's still putting up like the last three games: twenty, twenty four, twenty three. Why are you looking at? Me? That's good. Oh no, it's definitely good. But it's, it's but consistent, before, and but, you know what he's gonna get: twenty plus all day. Those 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 three scores are his three lowest scores on the year. Which is insane because which is insane because that's why I'm so saying he's cooled off for him. He, has, he has cooled off. He has cooled off a little bit. But he's going against Cleveland this week. We'll see how that works out. In the backfield, Alvin Kamara and Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders, the newest addition, one of the newest additions. He's got Adam Thielen and DJ Moore in the receiver spots. Pat Fryermuth and Terry McLaurin in that tight end and flex. So, all four of the guys he got from um, that he got from. Uh, the trade. Cardwell. Cardwell. They're all starting. Um, I feel uh, like that's an indicator for a good trade. Yeah, exa- yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, taking taking his top-end talent kind of spreading it out for, exactly. for yeah. roster depth. For sure. Um, yeah, because I don't think he was starting Gabe Davis before before the trade. He was kind of an in-and-out type of starter. Mm-hmm. Um, he does yeah, have Godwin on a bye, though, I think, who I think, might bump more. Yeah, Godwin would, would bump yeah. DJ Moore, oh, I think. Very, very or Adam Thielen, maybe. I'm not sure. How's Adam Thielen been doing? He's been pretty nah, consistent. Great. No? I thought he was pretty inconsistent. His last four weeks are 15, 12, uh, 9, 9. Mm. Um, regardless, you know, I'm pretty sure he's been overall consistent throughout the season, no? I guess, yeah. He's been yeah. consistent, just not, yeah, just not a great. Low ceiling. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, <clears throat> and yeah, it definitely is a good look considering he's starting all four of those guys. Uh, one of those... I'd say more or Thielen would be taken out with Godwin coming back, but he's still got – he rounded out his team pretty well there. Yeah. Because uh, Miles Sanders is definitely a solid RB too. Right. And um, maybe this is uh, maybe this is Jordan's second win on the year. You know, Cam's one of the bottom feeders of the, of the league. Ouch. He's got he's one game behind you, I think. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> saying I'm not a bottom feeder. But, you know, you got Fink and Jordan, and then you got, like... There's a gap. And then you got Cam. In terms of records, there's there, a gap. There's a gap. But then you got me, Cam, and Jack. And then and then I think there's a gap. Another gap. You know what I'm saying? Just with the talent level of all the teams. Yeah, fair enough. Wouldn't that make sense? I think... Like, there's, there's a pretty gap between five and five. Like, the top five and the bottom five. Yeah. Um, just talent-wise. I'm not saying record-wise. Not, I'm not saying any of those bottom five couldn't make the play. Or any I'd, of I'd me, Jack, and Cam tiers. could definitely. What's that? I'd give our league three tiers. Right. I would, I would uh, agree. Maybe four. I would No, I would agree with three. You, I think yeah, those, probably three. Like those yeah. top five, you, you two, 
Cam, Mason, and uh, Jake. You said Cam. You meant Cardwell. No, yeah. Cardwell, Mason. Damn, I'm forgetting fucking yeah. Cardwell. It's so easy to forget that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you two, Cardwell, Jake, and Mason are all... You guys, you guys have all good teams. Whereas me, Jack, Cam, we're all kind of like... Honestly, I should be in the tier with Jordan and Fink. <laughs> I'm just getting lucky with the matchups. But um, us five, we're like, you know, we're just, we have, we, we've dealt with injuries. We've dealt with underperformances, you know. Yeah, speaking and, of that, I sorry, I didn't mean to No, you're good, you're good. I feel like we haven't acknowledged how unlucky Cam's been this year. Mm, like, he's yeah, dealt with, with a injuries. lot. He's dealing with Reece a lot Hall, this week, Javante too. Williams. Well, and just then a week after that trade, Zach Ertz goes down. Zach Ertz. Yeah, uh, yeah that's... Uh, Cam basically just lost, lost but, to the But, you know, he did he did do well there with Kenneth Walker. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And uh, Christian Kirk as well. He, I mean, he had a little slump there. Who but, are both on bye this week, but, so... And they are both on bye. Who do you Very have in this one? Actually, the... I think I got Jordan this week. I like, I like, uh, I like the trade he made, and I like the potential out. Like he's got Terry against Houston. I think, I think Heineke could have a good fantasy game. <laughs> Probably not, but dude, isn't that? I, I saw this five fantasy points for beat, Heineke. For Heineke beats the only undefeated team in the NFL. Wait, well, yeah, because they ran the ball like fifty times or something. <laughs> it's insane. And the, and the crazy thing is the Eagles' defense, like. Efficiency wise was good. Like they Washington only averaged like a little over three yards a carry. They just converted on all their third downs. Yeah. Like they were, that's insane. Like and they ran the ball so they ran the ball enough times where giving up 150 rushing yards. Like whoa, you give up a lot of yeah. rushing yards. There's a ton of carries. Shout out to Dylan. He went to that game. Enjoyed it. A Washington lot. Washington fan. Yeah. What do you mean? Well, what's the quotes? He, he told me. He told me one time in high school that he. They that George had season tickets, or his dad George oh, had season yeah, tickets, yeah. and he fell asleep at a game. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I didn't hear about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's good. Jeff, who you got here? I'm going with Jordan here, just because of Cam's tough buys and Ertz injury. Um, so I'm giving this one to Jordan, his key to victory being his newfound depth. Yeah. Across the board, um, not too much flash there. Josh Allen, obviously, can go off any time. Hasn't been lately, but can. Kamara can also go off. Um, and then other than that, they're just some solid fucking players. I, I like Terry. McLaurin could go off, too. Yeah, For sure. Um, mm. His high this year is only, it was last week, 22, so he's heating up. And he's playing Houston this week. He's been doing so, way better with Heineke. Yeah. He's... So I, I am picking Jordan in this one. I am. Let's really, hear it. I'm really back and forth, but I, th- I'm I think I'm going to go with slightly with Cam. Okay. Sli- I also, I think it just makes it better that we're not all picking. You love Dalvin three. Cook, don't you? You fucking love Dalvin Cook. I do, but I I had him earlier this year and I traded him. Yeah. I think he's he's having a down year in terms of Dalvin Cook. I think he had a great game against Buffalo, who's supposedly a good run defense. I think that if they do what the Packers kind of did last week to Dallas, I think he's got room for another good game. Um, this is by no means a oh Cam's winning this one for sure. I could definitely see Jordan picking up win number two. I just it's really close, and I eh, man, okay, if, Ju- if Juju doesn't play, that might change things. But as, as it stands now, I'm going to lean Cam very slowly. Okay, I'll remember that. 
Okay. <laughs> okay. No, but um, Jordan, I'm rooting for you. I want you to not and like Fink's on the verge of turning his team around and potentially getting out of the punishment. I'd rather see Fink get the punishment at his own house. <laughs> Was it Fink who said he would do the leg strip? I don't know if Fink was serious or not. Okay. And I guess he can't really hold it to him. Earlier in the season, I was talking to Fink, and, and Fink was like, honestly, if I lose, just whack my leg. Whoa. Honestly, I'm down with, like, at this point on the pod, we can so we can put it up to a league vote. Dude, it, we can give them the choice. It's not fair want. to put it to a league vote. Because what if because half the league is what if is eight gonna... people vote for the leg waxing and Jordan and Fink are the only uh, two you're right. you can't put that. I think right. I think I think how it is is it's the no water. no no, no. I, w- I was gonna say league vote we give them the 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 choice to opt the, into the, the league. yeah no 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 whoever is loser is is the loser they can choose all right I want to get my legs waxed or I want to get drenched they can choose because then probably they're gonna choose the drenched but. Well, the drench is what wanted the draft, which is fine. Which I, is bullshit. It's yeah, it's whatever. Like, I, all right, listeners, listen to this. <laughs> what do now, you think now is, is cool? Now is not. The oh time. wait, I guess the only listeners are the people. In the yeah, league, now but. is not. The Guys, time. how did we mess that up? We put it down to a coin flip between a great punishment and then some shit that you do when you're like eight years old. That's what we did. Yeah. What the hell? What the hell were we thinking? We're better than that. Next year, <laughs> next year, our punishment. I think gotta it's be better. A, a pendulum, man. We we got no. We, we started gotta... with the pendulum the whole way on one side with the Waffle House, where it was brutal, I and it Cam, swung. Cam and G, it Cam swung and the whole way to the other side. Dude, dude, yeah, the, the, I'm the, sorry. The, there. The, the two, the, I was sounded... there. I saw them doing the it. The two that okay. did it both said yeah. it never. You weren't again. you weren't there for what like. 14 hours yeah no that, that they both they both said they felt like but like absolute, dude they're they're hanging out together with someone else like imagine that, that would by be yourself. fun but you would feel all right yeah. imagine by yourself yeah that'd be awful. it doesn't matter that who i'm be, with if i'm sitting there for 14 hours in a, in a waffle hard house. basically like cardboard yeah the seats house. there are not comfortable <laughs> 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 but dude we dude we need to be on that tier what dude, do you mean the pendulum no fuck that dude that's all, that's my analysis of how we arrived yeah. at water. Can we at least make it a water board situation? <laughs> <laughs> we'll discuss it at the end. Dude, <laughs> like loser has to be come underwater. On, on. Let's, for let's go. A let's minute. go. To the, let's go to the next matchup. Right. Chemical castration. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, man. What do we got next, Ed? Um <clears throat> Next, we uh, let's move on to uh, my matchup. Why not? We have. Olave Garden, currently at five and five, which is myself, versus my dig small, which is Ben at seven and three. On my team, the best, the best team. Not, we got Jimmy G running the quarterback, going against Arizona could be a good one. James Conner coming off a twenty-two point game, going against San Francisco and the Anta Foreman. At the other running back, Hopkins and Olave at wide receiver, George Kittle at tight end, and Allen Robinson, the second, and at the flex, considering Ben's Ben's own Cooper Cup put on IRO this week. Disrespectful. Yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's what I'm going for. Going for Shout out to you, Ben. On the other side, Ben's got Kirk Cousins, who we... 
recently acquired. Um, who was? Oh yeah, considered Kyler Murray is a uh, questionable, and uh, maybe that doesn't hold. But Kirk Cousins is currently in that quarterback. Ramondre Stevenson and Joe Mixon, his latest addition, in that running back. Stephon Diggs and T. Higgins in that receiver. Hayden Hurst at tight end, and David Montgomery, the Bears running back at the flex. Sebs, were you aware that almost half of your lineup plays in Mexico on Monday night? Whoa. You got Jimmy G, Connor, Hopkins, Whoa. and Kittle all I don't know night. if that's a good thing for I'm you. considering putting in Rodgers at quarterback. I got to say that now. Going, who's, who's he going? Yeah, I picked him up. Going against Tennessee. They're both, honestly, well, you got to make that choice pass. tomorrow. I know. I know. We'll see. Yeah, maybe with you noting that, I might. I don't know. I think it's kind of, I, honestly, I don't, I, know. I don't mind I think either. it's kind of fun. Because <laughs> if you, if you, if you like at like forty points, if you, until, if you go if you go down if you go into Monday night and you're only down by like forty, you're like okay, I just two of these guys got to have really good games. The other two got to do something. And does he know. have anyone on Monday? Oh, he has no one on Monday night. He has no one. Mm. He has no one past four twenty five. That's interesting. Sunday. Yeah, dude. He's all in the four twenty five and one o'clock windows. That's crazy. Yeah, we'll see yeah, how that goes. Real time oh. management as a coach this week. that's true i mean i only got a 40 percent chance to win as of right now but going into these matchups one thing i'm gonna say i really like Allen robinson this week against uh new orleans with cooper cup out but you guys can hit it off um james connor starting to heat up a little bit for sure i've always been a jimmy garoppolo guy i never understood the heat uh, Foreman, what did he do last week? 21. Yeah, okay, good, 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 so good. he's... 31 still, carries. Yeah. 31! 31, okay. But I think uh, um, uh, if one of you guys could answer the question, why was Chubba Hubbard not involved even though he was healthy? And they it seemed they were... I the back part of that game. Um, that's right. They, mean, it seemed they were running more with Blackshear. If, if, if it ain't... More than Hubbard. Yeah, I have no idea. But I, as you were saying, if it ain't broke, don't fix it? Yeah, yeah. Kind of like a little Foreman's bit, like, Foreman's fucking hitting right now. Yeah, shout broken. out, shout out, think on the on the uh, Foreman. I just, this this goes back years, but that draft class. Oh that yeah, Foreman was part of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, no, Fink and I talked about that. Foreman, <laughs> going to that draft, Fink was like Deontay Foreman's gonna be the best running back in that class. <laughs> now, that was ended up being a horrendous take just because of how good that running back class yeah. was. But who else was in that? I don't oh, know what year he was drafted. It was. It, I don't 17? know. Seventeen. It, it, it was the one with McCaffrey. It was. It was like McCaffrey, oh, okay. Cook. Dalvin. Aaron Jones. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's all off the top of my head. Mixon, I think. Uh, there's a bunch of late okay. round guys, too. Like, yeah. Um, it, uh, uh, like there's that. a guy in the seventh round that was really good. Chris Carson, I think. Okay. Like, it, was, it was an awesome yeah. no, it, class. It, dude, Chris Carson isn't the guy you should be. Like, the, oh, no, no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying but, because he was a value pick. But, dude, there yeah, were so many good running backs. So many good. And of course, the Eagles drafted Danell Pumphrey that year. Oh my God! <laughs> uh. <laughs> Alvin Kamara, who was drafted like fourth third round, or, yeah, third or fourth. Um, who he won Rookie of the Year. He Alvin did, Kamara, yeah. But Leonard Fournette. Oh my God. Um, McCaffrey. Maybe Cook's not in that class. I thought Cook was in that class. Where, where is it? I thought so too. That's already insane, though. Um. Joe Mixon, but uh, Donta Foreman's carving out a name for himself. Yeah, it's a it's amongst 
Yeah, he's, he's kind of Kareem Hunt. Yeah. Wow. It was, good, it was a good class. James Conner. Um, Ben's team, on the other hand, Tariq Cohen. It's hurting a little bit. Tariq Cohen. Tariq Cohen. Wait, who did you class. say Philly draft? Oh, Jamal Williams? Bro. Dude, that, there's so many starters in that class, and Philly drafted Humphrey. Marlon Mack, who could have been good, but then got hurt. I don't know. He had a hot start. He did. He did. Looking down both both sides of this matchup, um, Aaron Jones. All right, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm done there. I, I gotta give. I gotta give the this. <clears throat> I'm gonna go Cardwell here, but I, yeah, I said I don't mind your I don't mind your chances this week. I think if thank if, you, if Olave can get it going, uh, he's had a little bit of a rough patch here. Rougher patch, not mm-hmm. bad. Um, but again, if if Robinson gets targeted a bunch, um, I don't mind it. I, I I am gonna just go with Carwell because I Stephon Diggs has that has that upside. Joe Mixon has that upside. Mm-hmm. Ramondre Stevenson has been killing it this year. Last time he played the Jets, he had twenty one points without a touchdown. So. Yeah, I'll I'll go Cardwell here. And another thing to add to Cardwell's is that um, Dave Montgomery is now the lone back there in in Chicago with for sure Herbert going on IR. I think I think he kind of rebounds a little bit. So for sure, I'll take Cardwell, but I don't I don't hate it. Either, so so <clears throat> let's say Keenan Allen comes back. I think I I think I'd, I I think I'd, I'd still roll with Robinson. But I think another thing that's going to make that too for his first week back. Yeah. Another thing that's going to make that difficult is they play Sunday. Uh, the Chargers play Sunday night, so against my to. Chiefs, I can't do that. I can't yeah. do that regardless. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I think I'd still go Robinson just because now isn't he the number one there? They have Van Jefferson. They're, it, they're yeah. Other than Cobb, it's a toss up. Yeah, I am picking Sebs in this one. Mm. Um, Ben's lineup woes add to it with Mostert on by and Cup and God are both getting hurt. I mean, you can't, like, I feel like we're undervaluing Goddard a little bit. He was a number three tight end. That's a yeah, big loss. That is a big loss. That's true. Um, <clears throat> very true. So, Pittsburgh, yeah. Pittsburgh did shut down against New Orleans last week. Not that New Orleans is that great. But yeah. Yeah. Also, not that. I mean, it's, all, it's also a division. Gotta... It's also a divisional game. That's true. That's true. Um, Very true. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Sebs here. Um, key to victory. Wait, being... what's a divisional game? The Hearst versus Pittsburgh. And Mixon, oh yeah, yeah, and yeah, Mixon versus Pittsburgh. Yeah, that's yeah. a divisional game. That's, yeah, that's for fair. sure. That's fair. Um, so I'm going Sebs. Key to victory. Allen Robinson the second. Mm. Um, stepping up big. because yeah. he's got the talent, and now for he's sure. got the opportunity. Exactly. Yeah, I, I I like that a lot. However, I think I'm gonna go with Ben. <laughs> Unfortunately, I just don't like Hopkins. Didn't impress me last week. He got 13 or something. Olave only got seven. Um, and, and like the Rams defense is not terrible, but I don't think uh, I don't know how the Saints will do there. Um, we got Foreman against Baltimore and Connor against the best rush defense in San Francisco. I'm still rolling with uh, with Connor over Harris because um, fuck Najee Harris. That's why. <laughs> Even though he's probably going to drop 20-plus this week. Because you benched him? Yeah, yeah only because sense. I benched him. Yeah. 
Like, it seems like the fantasy gods kind of have my team in touch with Roger Goodell. <laughs> I don't know. Um, still hesitant about Rodgers versus Garoppolo. I think both of them will do solid, but, you know, you got... I don't know. I like Ben's team now that he's got the addition of uh, Joe Mixon. Even with the loss of, uh, what's his name, Goddard? I think mm-hmm. uh, I think Ben continues his uh, his solid year at 7-3. and three. I think he'll be 8-3 and three after this week, unfortunately. As much as I want to win, I think uh, Ben will take this one. But I, I think it could go either way. Yeah, I, I think I, this is one of the closer matchups in the league this week. Thanks. I think my projections are kind of low. Don't you think? I, I would agree with that. Like, Robinson should be projected more than 10. 107 for this lineup, I think, is... Yeah, little, what the... Like, like, why is Garoppolo always projected 15? Foreman, I think the biggest like discrepancy 70. here is Foreman projected 12. Yeah, what the hell is that? I don't... Yeah, I don't know, we'll see. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Uh, but I, th- I think Ben's team... One of the better ones in the in the league. If I got a different guy, I'd go with my team. If I got anywhere, like if I got Jack, Cam, or Jordan, or Fink, I'd go with my team. But well, going against one, I think I'm only going to be mediocre this week. That won't be enough to beat Ben. But once again, could go either way. We'll see how it goes. Let's move on. Now we got, let me burrow this win, Jake. Sitting at eight one and one versus Jahan's Watson, Drew at six and four. So, dude, how are you only projected ninety four? I have three buys. Oh yeah, he's got three. I have quick set. Quick set. I don't. I don't have the. He's got two buys. Oh three. Fuck. Yeah. God damn it! All right, so we'll start with Jake's team. Um, you got Joe Burrow at the helm, Austin Eckler and Josh Jacobs, the power duo running back. Devontae Adams and Garrett Wilson at receiver with Rondell Moore at the flex and Dalton Schultz at tight end. On the other side, we have Jalen Hurts for Drew at quarterback. At running back, he's got Derrick Henry and... Throw in, if, if you really want to look at my lineup... Cordell Patterson. Throw, throw Patterson and uh, Harris Campbell, I guess, in as the okay. two. All right. Or Peoples-Jones. They're projected pretty much the same. Okay. So, we got Cordell Patterson and Derrick so that, Henry. That'll add back. 19 to his projection. And then add another 7 because I still haven't picked up a kicker yet. Yeah. But I'll figure that out. Oh, but yeah. Whatever. Exactly. <laughs> it's going to be a good matchup. All right. So, we've got Derrick Henry, Cordell Patterson at receiver, uh, A.J. Brown, and... Paris Campbell. I like I like Peoples saying Jones. Dominic Peoples Jones more. So, <laughs> he's got A.J. Brown, Dominic Peoples. What Dominic? <laughs> okay he's got aj brown and people's jones at receiver kyle pitts at tight end and mccaffrey at the flex even though dude you're you're doing an, a fucking insult for not putting why do you put him at flex he scored is that just a flex on everyone else in the league no, I just, that's just where you, I haven't I haven't touched my lineup since last week. I Dude, it's a pain. Oh yeah, I don't care about fantasy ass. football, even though my team's so good. I'm putting Weaver claims. I, I care. Right. I just haven't set my lineup yet. Dude, still, just put McCaffrey at running back. And this Dude, I haven't I haven't fully set my lineup either. No, I no, I know. But even the past weeks, he still puts McCaffrey at flex, and it pisses Dude, me off. It's a pain in the ass trying to rearrange players in your starting lineup. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Because I'll move like. 
no, I'll move Debo not. up to the number one, and it'll say error. Debo's already in starting lineup, and the I think I've the done. the way the what I've found is like if you have if you have like for example, right now I have Tyler Lockett and AJ Brown in, and Tyler Lockett comes up as like my wide receiver one. Yeah, I think that's because he was on my team before AJ Brown was. Right, I think that's how they mm. do that. Well, like Travis Etienne is on my running back. But yeah, you can still I, move McCaffrey. Oh, to I can. Back. I just don't feel like it. <laughs> No, I'm How a drill. It's a pain in the ass. It's not a pain. No, it it's takes three clicks. It's not a pain in the ass. I just don't feel it. It takes three clicks. It's not a pain in the ass. Just don't feel like it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> got, any, got any thoughts on this matchup, subs? Uh, I'm, I did. Um, it's a, it's a good matchup. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh, Jeff, you got anything? <laughs> um, you guys are both dealing with some tough buys this week. Jake's got Hill out. He's got Lawrence out. Not that that matters because um, he's got Burrow back. This is going to be the first time we're seeing Burrow on Jake's team, right? That's he was true. On yeah, because last, yeah, 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 last week. Um, he's also missing DK Metcalf. Yeah. So you guys, I mean, you both have some significant buys, but at least you have them at the same time. And... I'd say Jake's buys hurt him a little bit more just because of Hill. Um, you don't think so, Sebs? I don't think so. Cause I, guess got, it's, I guess it's only Hill and Drew, Drew's got yeah. two starters. And I, I'd say it's at least we're close both losing, enough to We're both losing two starters. He's got, he's got two – like, yeah, he loses ETN, but he can replace him with Patterson. But that receiver, he's losing Lockett. With, like, and this, is, this was Drew's main problem with his team. His team is great. However, outside of Lockett and AJ Brown, his receivers are very lackluster. I just said Mike Williams is hurt. That's that's true. That is true. Mike Williams is out. However, right now he's got either Peoples Jones or Paris Campbell at receiver for him this week, which I think is a bigger loss than um, Jake having to start Schultz and Moore over without Hill and Metcalf. Yeah, or not Schultz. No, Wilson Wilson and Moore. I, th- I think that's slightly a bigger loss, um, just because Lockett you can you can guarantee you can lock in uh, uh, <laughs> you can, yeah. um, like a thirteen plus point game like you know he'll get that whereas Lockett, yeah. uh, but like Peoples Jones he could drop one <clears throat> Peoples Jones has been very consistent yeah. Uh, Campbell's more where the upside is coming from mm. so we'll see okay. I, don't, I don't know where I'm yeah going we'll see there. how it goes I think yeah and I, um. Even though I think it's uh, Drew's losing a little more, I think it's still relatively even. You can make an argument for either yeah. side. Uh, but with that, I'm going to have to go with Jake. I love Austin Eckler. I love Devontae Adams. And Joe Burrow's uh, going to be huge for him against Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. I do think Henry's going to have a big game. Pollard just ran all over the Packers. I think Henry's going to be able to as well. Mm-hmm. I think AJ Brown's gonna have a big game against the Colts. It's the Colts we're talking about. The Eagles are gonna be on offense a lot. Yeah. Um McCaffrey, obviously, is gonna get his Philly defense is gonna do well. I, I, I do Drew's wanna, got great matchups this week. I, I do wanna note Philly played the commanders last week, who's one of the worst. Um not worst. But worse. The Commanders also defense. hung with the Vikings, who mm. were 7-1 and one at the time. They almost beat them. The The Commanders are playing good commanders football are playing right good now. Football on both sides. 
which yeah, is kind of weird. Heineke's a beast, dude. But yeah, no, maybe you're right. Maybe and uh, Chase Young's coming back. Still yeah. not back. When is he coming back? I think this week. Maybe. Whoa, maybe. Yeah, it's like a. Huge, it's like a, I think he got activated to practice. He's one of the like, few, play, like one of the five players that changes the defense. Would Would you agree with that? Like TJ Watt, like yeah. there's more than Aaron five. Donald. I think there's more than five. You though. think so? Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons, and then who else? Khalil Mack. At this well, point, no anymore, dude. Yeah, the are kind of lacking. TJ Watt does. Yeah, I, I said him. So I yeah. okay, TJ. Uh, who did I say? Chase Young, fucking Aaron Donald, uh, and what about Bosa? What, Micah, uh, Parsons. Micah Parsons. Both Bosa's do well. I, I, it's it's a. It depends on your definition Nick, of change for of sure. defense. Yeah. Nick's better than Joey, dude. Let's be honest. You know they show up to the fucking Christmas parties around <laughs> Christmas time, and it's like the parents are like, "We still love you, Joey." Oh, that's brutal. <laughs> At least you're not those serious St. Brown when the other two are actually playing. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, but I'm going to pick... This one's close. This one's close. It, it, it's going to be a great game. It's going to be a great matchup. Yeah. I'm picking Drew. Key to victory, his Eagles. Messing the Colts up. Okay. I, yeah, they're gonna be pissed after the bye or after the loss. After the loss. Yeah, I think they were just playing not to lose. Now I think they have the freedom to play to win. Yeah, because now they're, it's like okay, we're that, not gonna go yeah. seventeen and zero. Yeah. yeah, now they can. I understand that. Yeah, for sure. I that, appreciate no, that, the uh, vote of confidence there, Jeff. Um, think I'm gonna pick Jake. I think this will be a close game. Um, it's gonna be. It, I think a, a big part of this game is assuming that Cordell Patterson is finds his way into my lineup, which I think he will. It's gonna be a do I get a good game from him or not? Because yeah. I mean he's been Since he's had back. he's had three games above he's had three games at seventeen plus and three games single digits. Well, dude, now so, now the Falcons have like how many carries did Patterson get last game? Five. Yeah. But now, it was now, on a it was on a short week after he had already come off of the IR. So I so I don't the week before that he got eighteen or he scored he got, eighteen points. He got thirteen carries. Yeah, and then they played on Thursday night after that. So I think that maybe they were managing him a little bit yeah. with trying to keep because and, and now they have like, healthy. They have like three or four running backs that are healthy. Yeah, which Patterson's is, the best of the, the most for sure. Yeah, years, which is so funny because he's a thirty-one-year-old wide receiver. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Where's number eighty-four? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, but uh, but yeah, I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. Jake slightly here. Okay. Yeah, and that uh, and again, that's why I was trying to say like, I th- like, ETN to Patterson's a big loss. It's a big deal. Even though I th- uh, Patterson definitely has the upside, but he also has. I think a low floor, yeah. especially after last week. We just don't know what's up with him. Might be starting two Falcons in my lineup. That's a that's a tough one to swallow. That's a tough one. Um, yeah, and then uh, we can move on to our final matchup of the night. We got yours truly, Mater Bader three thousand. So I still don't think you know what yours truly. Is. <laughs> It's supposed to be me, but I'm talking about. We've the gone squib- through this before. No, I'm talking about the squib kick as okay, a whole. Okay, okay, ours truly. Ours truly, sure. But the squib kicks one and only. Actually, it's not one though. No. All right, we got Mather Bader three thousand Jeff at eight one and one against Butker. I hardly know her. Jack at four and six. 
to start it off, Jeff's got the best duo in the league, Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey at the quarterback and tight end position. We've got Nick Chubb and Saquon Barkley, both ranked at three amongst running backs in the backfield. we got Darnell Mooney and Debo Samuel at wide receiver. Currently, the flex is a question mark. Jeff, who you got there? Dude, I ha- I could start any <laughs> one of these wide receivers. They're You're all really so good. close. Palmer's not if, 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 if Williams and the well, Palmer's Keenan. the clear choice. Yeah, if if, if Keenan and Williams don't play. Um, but like Hardman puts up some good games sometimes. Mm-hmm. Slayton had a big Slayton, game last the did. past two weeks, I think. Wait, um, you still want to Pittman? Really, really quick. We still talking trade here? Or? We could be. Okay, we could be. All right. Go on. But um, and Pittman is still like he can put up the occasional big week. I just don't know what to do there. Yeah. But I don't love Pittman against Philly. Jeff, Regardless, so, Jeff, if you literally think, take uh, the if you literally take this five receiver on your bench and say add Melvin Gordon in there in the discussion because he has had double digits the last two weeks he's played, you can literally roll a die, roll roll a six sided die. I know it doesn't matter. Pick one. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I think it does matter, but I think it's it's a crap. It's gonna be it's gonna be a tough choice. No matter and how Palmer, much strategy I and thought I put into it, you're gonna pick the wrong guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with uh, with both Keenan and Williams questionable, I think Palmer's your clear choice. I'd like to wait until closer to game time and find yeah. out their actual yeah yeah, yeah. status. Totally makes sense. Um, on the other side, we got Jack Rowan with Herbert at quarterback against Kansas City. Don't know if that's a good choice. Two is on a buy. Ah. Uh, and yeah, because I knew he had two. Kansas City's passing defense that, has not been great. Yeah, so. but it's Kansas City, man. I think he's. Well, that, I think he's gonna have to. It's Kansas, okay? <laughs> he's gonna have to throw the Last ball. Last time they played each other, that was a shootout. Herbert. Yeah. That was the one. That was my one loss to Jack. That was Herbert's, I know. I know. Herbert's All right, just, just shut up. Me. Shut up. Stop okay. talking. <laughs> Stop talking. <laughs> All right, Herbert at the helm. Aaron Jones and Jarek McKinnon at the running back positions. C.D. Lamb coming off a 41-point game, something like that. I think, yeah, it was something close it's to Something that. ridiculous. 40. 40. C.D. Lamb and Jacoby Myers in that receiver. T.J. Hawkinson at tight end and Terrence Marshall Jr. at flex. Although I think he, uh, I wouldn't mind him rolling with Jahan Dotson there. Um, he does have Mike Evans and Leonard Fournette on bye, which is the reason for McKinnon being in the lineup and... Uh, Terrence Marshall's presence there. So Jack's kind of uh, struggling on by here and chilling at four and six. It's going to be tough for him to pick up a win against the person tied for first in the league. Give him the points tiebreaker. Um, what's I'm that? just saying Jeff's oh. first right yeah, now. Yeah. Oh, true, true, true. Yeah. Jeff, the number one team in the league currently. How does that feel? How does that feel? You're fine after going like three and fucking 15 or whatever the fuck you've been like the past three years. How does it feel finally cashing in? It's surreal. Yeah. <laughs> like, I bet like, it is. I don't believe it. Guaranteed a playoffs. Like, are you guaranteed playoffs? Or? Yeah, I'm 99%. Okay. ESPN has, yeah. Let's I think there's look. still a circumstance yeah. where I don't make okay. it. Okay. ESPN you, has JD Jeff. You got playoffs locked in. Both at 99%. Yeah. Um, that must feel great, Jeff. It does. Yeah. It really does. <laughs> I still feel like I've got this sense of imposter syndrome. Like, I don't belong here. <laughs> but, I mean, my team's good. Like, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. I'm leading the league. And I, I'm sure Jake and... is feeling the same way. We'll hand it over to Drew. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know where that was I going. I was just purposely interrupting Jeff. Oh. <laughs> that was pretty much done anyway. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, seriously, Jeff, good for you. And I am going with you this week against Jack. Jack's, uh, he's just dealing with too many buys uh, that I think, like, and honestly, even with those buys, it's, it's up in the air, but. Leonard Fournette and Mike Evans are big parts of his team, and I don't think he'll be able to put up enough points to outscore you. Yeah. Like Chubb and Barkley, I mean Chubb's going against Buffalo, but Barkley against Detroit, like I, I like them. And Mooney against Atlanta, as we mentioned before, um, I think the Bears will have a solid game. That's why I'm confident slotting him in there yeah, against Atlanta for sure, and even at flex. Like for you, hopefully Keenan and Mike Williams don't play. Josh Palmer will have an excellent week. I'm, I'm he good. didn't last week. He didn't. No, no I thought he, uh, he put up seven. Uh, Chargers did the week before. He put up eighteen. Right? He put up twenty the week 20. before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he yeah. did get but, solid targets. He was just yeah. getting clamped up. That's like, true. Yeah, so we'll see how he does. I he definitely a solid flex option, but just yeah. And then Mahomes and Kelsey against Chargers. How how they do? Check how uh, Mahomes and Kelsey did against the Chargers in Week Two. And I remember that Thursday night game they were two, up. Mahomes had twenty-one. That was a bad game for them. And Kelsey had ten. Ten. Oh. That was a. It was either I think it was that a was Thursday a, night. It was. It was Thursday night. That was, a, that, night, was yeah. a, that was an early season Clyde game. And oh uh, yeah, it was. <laughs> and Herbert had this big oh, game-winning yeah, no. drive at the end. Of, yeah. or, yeah, no, no, pick they, six the by the cheese or something. Yeah, yeah. like, but Herbert, no, I don't know. Herbert did something there, big at the end in garbage time that just was that ruined where my night. That was when Herbert he just was kept dumping like, down to Eckler. No, no, that was Eckler's that kept... was when Herbert was like he was like his arm. Yeah, was like right. a little yeah, tight. It was like his yeah, and then he yeah. threw this dot like sixty yards yeah. fourth down, down the middle. Down. Yeah, that was yeah. so awesome. Yeah, but I, you know, Chiefs are still so much better than the Chargers. Anyone who says otherwise is. Incorrect. I was gonna. Wait, wait I was be, gonna use be, an insult. Way to be politically correct. I, I, I was gonna use an insult, but yeah, I I got Jeff in this one too. I think that the, echoing what Seb said, the bye weeks are tough for Jack. Um, Jeff, I think that any of those guys you start at flex have a probably a fifty fifty shot of hanging with Marshall as a flex matchup. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I I think that I think that you just I mean right now ESPN has used a sixty one percent chance to win without a flex. So I'll insane. I'll go with you here to get to <laughs> to get to nine one and one and and continue to keep your keep your grip on continue to dominate. Dude, yeah, to dominate, just fucking dominating. Dude, one that, loss on the year. Let's go, Jeff. Thank you. Thank Good you. work, Thank Jeff. You. Good work. I'm I'm glad to see you finally enjoying. Uh, what if you just give him the worst jinx ever, and he finishes the season like <laughs> eight six and one, barely makes the playoffs, and goes the first round? <laughs> oh man, dude, hilarious! If I lose this awful. week, hey, you you know what? Just... You did you did clinch a winning record already, so yeah, good shit. And Thank and you. um, let's go back to the trade you made. It uh-huh. was uh, Jefferson for what? Pierce and Amon Ra. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and you gave away Pierce for what? I gave away Pierce and Amon Ra for Barkley and Debo. There were some other pieces added in there. But it's looking good. You got Saquon out of that. So really, what it sounds like, you gave away 
Jefferson for Saquon and and uh, Samuel Debo and a high and and, and Gino starting, Smith and Gino, Gino Smith and Kenyon Drake and his starting defense now. Who you traded both for? You traded them both, right? Yeah, they were part of the package for Saquon. There's a lot of moving. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. But I okay. also got the Niners defense. Yeah, yeah. like who yeah. has a nice uh, little schedule coming up. There. If, if you boil it down to the big pieces, then yeah, I kind of changed Jefferson into Saquon and Debo, which I'm yeah. happy with. Yeah, that's nice. That's nice because Debo still still has upside, and Saquon's doing Saquon's awesome. killing it, and it's a great and like yeah, I don't, I don't know, you know. Um, not gonna lie though, you're you're a little uh weak on receiver. Even I with am, yeah, you have Debo. But I have the number one quarterback. I have the number one exactly. Tight end, but you're killing I it every other number one running back duo. True. And you have one of the better defenses. So, yeah, you're killing every other. Gonna be a tough out. We'll see how that goes for you. All right, I think we can uh wrap it up there. This was the squib kick. This is Sebs here with Jeff and Drew. We wish you a good night, a good week of football, and, uh, you know, week 11, a lot of uh, inspiration going on there. The playoff hunt <laughs> begins both for the for the Nandez boys and the NFL itself. Um, we'll see how the season plays out. We'll see you next week in week 12. Have a good night. Go football.